Hello and welcome to the podcast Spooky Saturday. We are here to question the suspicious, investigate the intriguing, and do our best to distinguish fact from fiction. Each episode, we dive headfirst into a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, history, and more to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts, if you survive. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spooky Saturday. Hello. Yes, I put your Holly. <laughs> I put, I don't know, Anna um, told me about this weird like camera that you can use for your camera. So if you look at my face, it's like, I now Yeah, feel... you have a Snapchat filter on. <laughs> yeah, How do you do yeah. that? Please tell me. <laughs> I need funny. it. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's called Snapcam. It's a Snapcam. It's a Snapchat filter for your like for your camera and now I just feel like I feel like my face is glowing. I know. Kayla immediately is going to go look up Snapcam. <laughs> it's really funny. But like the best part about it, hold on. It's gonna cover you up a second. Hold on. The best part about it is that you can just do really dumb stuff with it too. Oh, can you put like potato filters on yeah, your face? Yeah, well, look. <gasps> I'm just eyeballs now. No. <laughs> you can just <laughs> No, it's horrible. Ah, okay. Now I'm gonna go. Oh no! Now I'm in a vintage film. Oh my gosh, it's super dumb. I don't know which one. Damn it! I don't know which one I had it on anymore. It was the one that made you look like fresh, freshly off the beach or something. (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) Or how about this? Now I've decided to have facial hair. I look like Frakes. Do you hang on? My oh wow, nice jawline, right? Yeah, wow. it's nice. It's it's lovely. I legit don't remember which one I had. It was like I don't know. It was like on the beach or something. Dumb. Yeah, it's you were definitely like beachy. <laughs> it was like a beach or something. How about just fire? Oops, little fires. It's really funny. Anyway, sorry, spooky scouts. To okay, this one's normal. I think I look normal now. I think. I'm not sure. Do I look normal? Yeah, yeah you look normal. The other okay. one, you were more golden. Oh, it was more like, yeah, like more like beachy. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I think it was on color effects. Like maybe it was, nope, that's back to that one. Oh, I think it was this one. Anyway, I like this one because it makes me look like a bookstore ghost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's all you can ask for. In life, I know. How do I become the librarian from the beginning of the Ghostbusters film? Yes, exactly. That's all that anyone truly needs. Anyway, sorry everyone. It this just it just made me laugh. So here we are. Here are our 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 ethereal Snapchat filter camera. So thank you, Anna, for telling me about that. Thank you, Anna, <laughs> for this blessing. Yeah, it's so silly. But anyway, yeah. So we. I want to start with a little bit of current events, but our oh current <laughs> I have I have a couple <laughs> stories to tell Kayla that I haven't told you yet. They're really weird and funny. The first one, I saved it for this cuz it's going to be it's just ridiculous. So, I have a friend who helps rescue pigeons like here in Seattle, and she's super nice, like help like she's brought me some baby pigeons and stuff. Um, she rescues other animals sometimes, and she texted me yesterday and was like I'm going to get chickens from, like, this, like, murderer's house. (laughs) 
in Seattle. So apparently there was like, it was all over the news. There was like a murder here where like they found bodies in a suitcase and they got oh, animals. Wait, is that the, is that the, the geocache murder? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <gasps> I bet it is because that's how they found it. Cause it was like, um, Hadil was telling me about it. It's the app where it gives you yeah geocaching like, yeah yeah it, well it's like it's geocaching except you it just tells you to go to a random spot and nothing's right. there it's just yeah. like enjoy the earth and yeah. this, these kids found a suitcase with a dead body yes. in it and yes, it's gotta yes, be yes. that it was that one yes and so the the person was like arrested they found like a suspect and they called an animal control and i my i guess she's a volunteer for like the humane society or something and she like went to the house <laughs> and then like the police were like what are you doing in the house and she was like it was unlocked and she they had to like take her fingerprints and stuff <laughs> though ultimately she did rescue the chickens the chickens went to a nice home but i was like did you just like take some murder chickens <laughs> did the chickens like did they chop did, they could have chopped up bodies and fed it to the chickens right <laughs> right no i wouldn't know i mean i don't know i feel like chickens are a little too picky for that um, but anyway, so that was my personal spooky story where I was like, what? <laughs> like, you murder chickens? <laughs> but, like, from what I saw, it seemed like the chickens were, like, t- relatively well taken care of, which I feel like is also weird because, like, if you're chopping up bodies, you're taking good care of How do you have time for chicken. the chickens? How do you have time to take care of such, take good care of your chickens? Um, anyway, happy end of the story. The chickens, the chickens were saved. But it, that God. was a that was a romp. Um, that that is interesting. Yeah, and if you look at that, like I feel like sometimes we should should like talk about spooky murders and stuff on Spooky Saturday because I feel like well we have a lot of paranormal stuff. I feel like it's also interesting that like the human psyche is paranormal enough. <laughs> so it's I feel true. like finding people in suitcases is 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 the pretty much peak spooky to me. <laughs> It is. I was. Can you imagine? No. And like had, you're just kids, like me. going on geocache, gonna find like something fun, and then like, oops, found some bodies. Well, Hadil told me it's uh, people are doing where they try to like manifest before they use oh, the app. So someone no, was like trying geocache. to manifest. It's, it's that app. It's that it's weird something app. Else. It's what did she tell me? It was yeah. called. Callum told me about this because he's a youth told me about yeah. this like literally like almost a year ago radonautica radonautica is basically a youth as well so she <laughs> told me about it and she yeah. said that people are trying to like manifest things so someone would try to manifest love and then they would be sent somewhere where like this van covered in hearts is or something right right and so it's what just, were they trying it, to manifest Love Mur- or something. Murder? Murder. 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 Anyway, we should try this app. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we should do it. Maybe not in Seattle since it's already like filled with murder. Yeah, please. Yeah, so so that's fun. Uh, past that, our another current events is just more QAnon stuff because it's, a, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, tell me about these updates with QAnon. It's been the, in the news. It's the gift. Well, because someone, someone, an elected official, I can't remember which state. I should have looked it up. Someone who got elected, like, campaigned on a QAnon, like, base, and they got elected to, like, not to be, like, a, not a senator or something, like, in a state. And so, or they're, or apparently they're not elected yet, but, like, they, Georgia, yeah. And so they got. <laughs> 
It seems right. They got elected no offense, and were like, it's all true. All of it's true. Blah, blah, blah. There was the the New York police chief had a QAnon mug like in like behind him in a video. They have mugs? Yeah, there's oh, like there's merch? like yes, there's like but it's all secondhand. It's all people just like selling it. I looked that up too. <laughs> like on Redbubble? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like something <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so anyway. So yeah, like it's like on Redbubble. So and since the president didn't like discount it which i'm like the dude can't pronounce yosemite so i don't know like why anyone is listening to this but yeah but wizard of d yeah QAnon is a cult it's 100 percent a cult it's like scientology but for like like non-hollywood actors <laughs> without the, the regular without person the, without the pyramid scheme but so they had a protest in hollywood not a protest to like so it's like now started to boil down into where they just say that they're it's save the children. Like they think that there is so much rampant, like I suppose pedophilia and sex crimes within the Hollywood elite that they protested in downtown Hollywood saying save the children. Like there's there's pictures of it. <laughs> like that was what Pizzagate was about, yes, right? Yes, and they all yes, but they so it's it's moved on from this like Q person who talks about like Kennedy getting assassinated and like all these other conspiracy theories to literally about like child trafficking. Like, and I'm like, oh, and, and, like and the, the Wayfair thing where it was like, yes, yes, it's this exact, item yes. is listed for five thousand yes. dollars and is the same name as a girl yes. that was missing four years ago. Yes. And I was like, uh, I think that the website's <laughs> just like, like this is probably how they make sure you don't buy something. People like Alex Jones, if, if we all know Alex Jones is uh, everyone's favorite conspiracy theorist, like vitamin peddling, like just horrible human being. The Loud Man. The Loud Man, yeah. And I watched the, I listened to this podcast, which is amazing, called Knowledge Fight, where they literally like analyze his shows. And so it's people like him who perpetuate this stuff, like Pizzagate and like all that other stuff. Not a Doc Martin said the girl was found and was like, please leave me alone. I'm not in a cabinet. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I mean, they have literally millions of items on Wayfair. I'm sure that yeah. there's someone, there's something for everybody's name on there. Yeah. Also, buy secondhand, people. Come on. Yeah. Maybe do that <laughs> once in a while. You might get a ghost doll in that. Ooh, you might get something that's haunted. Yeah. So anyway... <laughs> So this is where this is where my research and where it got it got fun, <laughs> not fun, but like even stupider. The, the QAnon research, yeah, because I sometimes you know I just I just like to read about it. So I was just trying to figure out what was going on in this protest, and so there's pictures of it. It's just too much, like really. There's just a picture of this couple, and I was reading their sign, and it says. It says hashtag Pizzagate, hashtag Frazzle Drip, hashtag Save the Children, and I went to their YouTube channel, and it's literally like pictures of their children talking. So they're like roping kids into this, but I was like, okay, I know what the other two are, but I've never heard of Frazzle Drip. So I was like, let's find out what this is. Tried to look for it, couldn't find it anywhere. Tried to find any information, couldn't find it anywhere. Eventually, I found it on Twitter that someone. <laughs> That someone had posted, because apparently wherever they're talking about this, like, isn't even coming up in search hits. But apparently Frazzle Drip, oh wait, 
I'm sorry. I'm not going to tell you guys what it is. I want you to guess. I want you to guess. I don't know. It made me think of Fraggle Rock. I know. Um. I want you to guess. I want chat to guess. I want Kayla to guess. If you know, don't ruin it. Don't is ruin it. A, it. Is it a thing, a person or a thing? Um, it's an act. Or an action. It's an, an act. Action. Okay. Um, I'm scared to guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, just go on, like, make, make what, like, out of all, everything Okay, I've considering said. the context. Yeah. Yes, considering the context. It's something, it's some kind of act of, like, where you, like, attract children to you? Is it some kind of, like... Uh, Italian and like, chat is close. Is It's connected with consuming medicine or something. Oh. Sort of. It's sort of like that. Is it, like, a NyQuil thing? Like, trying to drug them with NyQuil? I mean, that would, like... No, it's, like, way worse. It's, like, murder chickens level of... <laughs> it's, like, level of weird... I hate this. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> okay. my brain's not dark enough to go there. Plumpton bots probably said LSD marketed to kids. Uh, they drip the blood of children to their mouths to stay useful. Bees of war, that's adrenochrome. Adrenochrome is the blood of scared children that celebrities drink to stay young. <laughs> that's what... So close to that, Frazzle Drip is an alleged existing YouTube video of... of <laughs> Where Hillary Clinton and Huma Ab Abedin kill a baby and wear its face to stay young. Wait, okay, no one would have guessed that. First of all, and are they saying Hillary Clinton's like face. Elizabeth Bathory and like bathes in baby's blood? Yeah. Kill a baby and wear its face. And that's what these people were protesting in Los Angeles. They were like, there were, here, there were this many people. <laughs> there were, oh, this is how many people were there with all their wild signs being like, yes, I believe this. This is what happened. That's like at least 20 people and that's 20 more than people. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Outside the, the Starbucks. I know. And they claimed, they claimed that they were there, that they were there, like, stop, like, for against stopping child trafficking. But, like, they just started, like, yelling about these things and talking about these videos that don't exist about Hillary Clinton eating a baby and wearing its face. So, <laughs> what is with all the child trafficking stuff? Because, honestly, every time I log on Facebook, there's something where it's like, Ashton Kutcher is against child trafficking. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure most people would be, except for child traffickers. And, like, yeah. I mean, what? yeah, I, but like, I think I think what happened is with all the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. I think with that coming out, they were like, "It's everyone. It's all of these po like politicians, celebrities, blah blah blah. It has to be everyone." And it's like, no, he sucked. There's no way that this many people like were doing the same thing that he was doing. I watched the documentary. It was on Netflix. People researched this stuff. Like, he went to prison for a reason. Yeah, this is confusing. Like, I was, I, I logged on and, yeah, it's just like Ashton Kutcher and it'd be like these celebrities with X's on their hands or something. And I'm like, I feel like I'm too old to keep <laughs> up with this stuff. And this is like conspiracy theories for people older than me. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just like the mental gymnastics that you need to go through to believe these things where there's no evidence at all. Like, I mean, and we talk about conspiracy theories, all right? Like, I feel like there's way more evidence of ghosts than there are of Hillary Clinton wearing a baby's face. <laughs> so you Googled f Frazzle Drip? Yes. And 
There's just it like, didn't come up anything. No, it didn't say what it was. I couldn't find like anything, but it wasn't trust. I didn't do my usual thorough research because once I found that tweet, I was like, I've seen enough. <laughs> <laughs> but I did it during my Google my Google uh, trip. I did find this, which I will put into. Uh, this is for all of us. This is for all of our enjoyment. This is a, a QAnon Great Awakening poster. <laughs> You have to look at it, Kayla. Wow. Is that Krampus in the background it's like there? Krampus and like I think like Satan, a skeleton, like Oh, okay. I, I enjoy these questions. <laughs> Does Satan exist? Does the thought of Satan exist? Yeah. Who worships Satan? What is a cult? What is a temple? <laughs> what a curse in a temple? Worship? Who are the puppet masters? Yeah. Have the puppet masters traveled to this island? When? <laughs> How often? Why? See, they're, and they're talking about Jeffrey Epstein's island again. And it's like, he, yeah, he was a rich dude talking to all these other rich people who all used each other's influence and all probably, like, sucked. But that doesn't mean that they were all, like, being as much of a creep and a sex trafficker as he was. Yeah, are they saying anyway. that his island was just... Anyway, that's like anybody that was, who went to his island. Um, but anyway, wow. that gave me a good laugh. I mean, it's not really a laugh because people actually believe this, and that's that's on a whole other plane of existence that I can't I can't fathom. So I just I I feel like as I've said this before, but I feel like with the invention of social media and the internet in the past whatever thirty years, however many years it's been like 30 35 years it's like it's like the it's like the middle ages when people started sharing books and becoming more literate and all of this stuff because there's no way for like people need to be so due diligent about their research that like if they're not if they're not then they start coming in contact with this stuff and being like oh my god it's all true because the human brain automatically wants to believe these like wild conspiracy theories to feel special well, and it's so. like anything on the internet, you're going to, like, if you Google it, you can get tricked. Like, we had that uh, sweet old grandma who called into work and was convinced that oh, an yeah. owl could unhinge its jaw and swallow a deer hole because she saw it on the internet, and the internet <laughs> doesn't lie, according to her. <laughs> That's... <laughs> So it was like a rude awakening where we had to be like, no, owls can't do that. And also the internet does lie a lot. Yeah, like, you're like it's probably like 98% lies, lady. I'm sorry. Very sorry. Yeah, information literacy is a huge problem. And I feel like that's why we're having all of these problems with these bizarre conspiracy theories that people think now are like tied to like pedophilia and like saving children. And I'm just, it's, uh, yeah. It's very confusing. But I'm sorry you couldn't guess that it was Hillary Clinton wearing a <laughs> I'm not face. sorry. <laughs> if, if Imagine if I had guessed that perfectly. It would have been, I, I would have been like, you're in on it. You're, you're Q. I filmed it. I don't know. Jeez, what in the world? That is wild. I don't know. I have better. Oh, I, no. I have I have some positive current event to That's let you good. all know about. That's good. Well, King Kaiser Olsen said, I work for the census, and you wouldn't believe some of the things people think the government is doing. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> like, uh, all the bird drones I'm the like, government has well, created. Well, they're not taking care of the people, so I don't think they're making bird drones. 
<laughs> yeah, but I get the birds aren't real emails, by the way. And I got one the other day because about the bald eagle that took down a drone. And they were like, they they put the meme in it with the of the guy holding a gun to his own head. And oh it's like god. government drone, government drone. Oh my god. That's so funny. <laughs> They're oh so boy. good. Oh. Yeah. Well, my good news is that MUFON moved their symposium to 2021. Oh, good. So there is a date set for that. If good. you are still interested in joining MUFON or learning more, they're going to have it in Las Vegas, July 23rd to 25th in 2021, pending things happen at that time. I don't know. Will this ever end? Question that mark. That sounds fun, though. That's what they did. And then I also received an email from MUFON that they have state MUFON, like, it asked me if I wanted to come to the Virginia MUFON Zoom meeting. Oh, that's fun. So I think I'm going to do it. It's August today at 1.30. It already happened and I missed it. <laughs> August today. It was a week. Was like, it was a long week. I was like, August 22nd, that's like a week or so away. Nope, no, that's today. That's um, today. Missed it. I'm going to go to the next one and I'll report back. Oh, wait, they said they're having another Zoom meeting next Saturday. So I'll go to that one. Um, so that's great. Uh, so Good. I don't know what these are. I think, what does it say? We'll spend, oh, we'll spend some time discussing our own local cases. And oh, that's fun. they're going to have dedicated chief investigator Mike Klosterman share some recent cases and feature investigative methodology. Ooh. And there's a fascinating, unusual local case that <gasps> they want to talk about. That's fun. Wow. That sounds fun. I know. I'm really excited. I am real sad that I did not understand that the 22nd was today. Maybe that's a typo because it says, please join us for a Zoom meeting this Saturday, August 22nd. And then everywhere else it says Saturday, August 29th. Maybe it is. So maybe that's a typo. Weird. Oh, yeah. Yep. It says MUFON. I got another email 10 minutes later. (laughs) It says it's really August 29th. So I'm going to go. It'll be great, and I'll report back. But that sounds awesome. If you join we MUFON, haven't got our books yet. We're, we still have to get our books so that we can study. Yeah, we, we were will. working on cardigan we stuff all this week. Yes, there are <laughs> there are two hundred and seventy cardigans in my basement. <laughs> so it's gonna be it's gonna be a packing extravaganza. It'll be great. But yes, that that was my my latest thing. Is I will attend this Zoom meeting and report back. It's a two hour Zoom meeting. Which sounds horrible because my life is 90% Zoom meetings. Yeah. But it sounds like if you join MUFON, you'll get all... I didn't know this. You'll actually also potentially get emails from your local branches too. And that's That's really interesting. Yeah, that is really interesting. That's going to be talking about things that are close to your house. Yeah. It's like with experienced field investigators. I hope that mine has some... Like, I hope mine has some Bigfoot crossover being here. Oh, for sure. Because that'd be pretty Sasquatch. Some some Sasquatch crossover. Because I think that would be fun if they talk about, like, we saw a UFO, then someone threw a rock at us. Or we heard (gasps) sticks. Or something. Some sticks. We need to talk about Bigfoot, because I I have nightmares about that um, live-action or found-footage Bigfoot film that came out. Oh my god! Yeah, I have nightmares about it. I think about it a lot. It's just like, ugh. They took Bigfoot to a dark pra- place. Y'all. Yeah, I, I Bigfoot's know. not mean. I don't think Bigfoot's mean. He doesn't steal ladies. No. I hope not. There's sto- that's what actually, that movie no, was there's about. There's definitely stories about him stealing ladies, but I felt that most of them were very dubious. 
Yeah, like maybe your wife just left you, dude. Yeah, I, don't know. I felt like most of them were very dubious. Let me see what that movie's called. It's something weird that doesn't have Bigfoot. Willow Creek. Oh, interesting. It's called it's like Willow a horror Creek. movie. Yeah, and it's hmm. found footage, but yeah, there's like forest brides, and oh, I'm like, uh-oh. oh no, don't, no, nope, don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So just be prepared for that. There's some inappropriate implications of Bigfoot doing things to ladies who do not want it. So yeah, you may not yeah. want to watch it if that bothers you. Warning. Sounds sounds Warning. sounds troubling. Yeah, sounds troublesome. Yeah. Well, let's let's move out of com- like our current events for <laughs> Yeah, cr- that was bad. That was sad. <laughs> um, I'm excited about my MUFON meeting. I will do it. Do not let yeah. me forget. I'm going to put an alarm on my phone. Do it. Yeah. And then once I sign up and we get our books, I will also go to the meetings here if we have them maybe we if we do i don't know we'll see it's gonna be great we're gonna become field investigators yeah i told everyone i work with that this was <laughs> going on my resume on my profile on our website i'm going to require that it be added that's perfect and like under my title yeah comma move on field investigator it'll be great yeah it's 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 impressive i'm impressed we're gonna do it it's yeah. gonna be good <sighs> well let's breathe out the Q&A <laughs> and breathe in some haunted dolls. <laughs> wow. Can't wait. I am, uh, I should, while whilst we talk about it, I should go ahead and peruse which one I'm going to purchase and send to your house. No, don't. I don't want a haunted doll. <laughs> haunted doll. No. Oh, this one's only $27. Oh, my God. Oh, do you want a haunted Bratz doll? No. No, that's even worse. That's actually haunted. No. Oh, man. This is going to be great. I'm I'd rather have a divot box. One. At least they look spooky. Oh, yeah. And you can keep that closed. Yeah. But would you? But would you? I don't know. Haunted sexual attraction ring. Become sexually irresistible. Oh, wow. Everyone's wow. problems are solved. <laughs> Oh. Wow, hate this. Anyway, so while we're doing this, I'm going to find the perfect doll for you. Okay. What legitimate research did you do? Because I certainly did not bring anything. Oh, I did. I did legit. a lot. I went through a lot of my books. I thought that a lot of my books would have things about, like, poppets and, like, things like that. And there are a lot of modern, like, witchcraft things about poppets and all that. But my books didn't have a ton. Um, I did find... I did find um, this picture... In this book that I have, this is the the Oxford Illustrated History of Witchcraft and Magic. So this is an image uh, of a doll representing a human being, and it's stuck it with pins. Uh, it says, pins so that the pain inflicted thereby could be felt magically in the human, and the uh, human the image was supposed to portray. Such images could also be intended to pin down a dead person's spirit to prevent it from rising and terrorizing the living. Some of these images, however, are actually part of erotic magic, and the pains inflicted are meant to be those of excessive desire for the maker of the doll. And this is, um, doesn't doesn't even say, like, it usually says how old this doll is. This looks like probably pre-Middle Ages, like maybe Greek, but I'll show you the doll. It's so spooky! If you can see that, it's like a person, like, tied down. Ooh! And it's, like, definitely made of... It looks like it's made of, like, either wax or clay or something, but there's... That is spooky. Yeah, there's pins in the eyes, and I'm like, ooh, yikes. Ugh. 
but I try to do a lot of research on actual like poppets and like things that people used as like ritual objects just because I had more information on that. So I have pictures too this time. I saved all the pictures, which is exciting. Yay! Um, I've got this. This is one of the earliest ones that I found. And this is a, a wax figure with human hair stuck in its like stomach. Super nasty. Ew. Yeah, it's really gross. And you can see the like little museum mark on it. And that one they said that its deal is I'm gonna just read read the little article that I found. Oh, this is from ancient Egypt. Okay. Some ancient Egyptian figures and amulets made out of wax have survived. These objects were thought to be sacred, as beeswax was to believe to be a powerful agent, both protective and destructive. It was malleable and easily burned, and thus thought to possess the ability to inflict harm or change on another. Uh, the earliest wax figures were funerary goods, dating to the first intermediate period, 2100 BC. These small humanoid figures are thought to represent the dead. Amulets commonly were in the form of the four children of Horus and are placed on mummies. Okay, no, sorry, this is Roman. Uh, in an example from the Roman period, now this is in the British Museum, uh, one ancient wax figure has human hair embedded in the navel, supposedly to grant the essence of the target. It also contains a scrap of papyrus upon which a spell was written, but is no longer legible. If the desired result was a curse, it was believed that the hair of the dead person would make the result more potent. And it says not, not all wax figures and spells intended harm. In some cases, the desired result was a change in another's behavior or even to gain someone's love. Written evidence suggests that evil demons or enemies of the state were recreated in wax figures and then destroyed ritually in large temple ceremonies. That was in Rome. Interesting. It was pretty common. It was actually like a common magic thing to be able to, to have these sorts of weird doll poppet things around, which I thought was fascinating. This one, the one I just showed you was from Rome, so I'm going to move that one. This little Roman guy. And they're all, like, horrifically decayed because it's just all, they're all just, it's been so long. Mm -hmm. And they're all made of wax. Back when I used to do, like, medieval research, wax was common to do figures of saints as well as, like, protective figures. So they would make, or even, they would, like, they would make the figures of the saints, or they would make people that, like, needed protection or even that had, like, wronged them. So they got that from the Roman times and actually like translated to the Middle Ages. This one was from, this one's way more modern. So these are two poppets. This one I found really interesting. This was from 1954. So modern times, more or less, but it says two poppets oh, yeah. made by a jilted builder whose wife ran away with another woman. The bindings give their address in Brockham, Surrey, and research undertaken by Dr. Lewis Fenton discovered who they were, but not their fate, likely to date from 1954 when the two women moved in together. Ooh. I know, saucy. Saucy. It's a saucy poppet story, but these look like they're made of clay. They have bindings on them that have like names on them. And I uh, and I read a bunch of things that I thought was interesting, even about normal dolls. So the, I think the idea of poppets, in in my opinion, I feel like the idea of these dolls and these like spooky spell poppets and things like that came from original dolls made from children. Because in the Middle Ages and Roman times, a lot of the dolls were made from what they called refuse. So anything they had like plant matter, anything they had left over, they would put into a mold and make these little like like sellable little dolls out of them for to give to kids and some of them they even included arsenic in them in them so oh. that the rats wouldn't eat them i was like oh oh okay that's cool sure so i feel like it originally came from probably ch just regular children's dolls and people 
you know, using them for their magical, magical achievements. I will say, have you ever heard, and I don't know, did you learn about this in school? I feel like in elementary school, we did a craft of a little corn husk doll. And it was because of the Native American myth about that. Yes. And I looked it up and it's a real thing. So it wasn't just it wasn't just like appropriation. Right, exactly. I was like, I better Google this first because I'm from Virginia and like <laughs> they thought a field trip was going to Williamsburg. Right. So I don't know. But yeah, it was just the the myth was that the Great Spirit told a person to make a doll from a corn husk. So they made the doll and they gave it a really beautiful face. And then the doll went around and played with children and was just like really full of herself. Yeah. And the, so she was punished by like removing her face because it's basically the moral of the story is like, don't think you're better than anyone else. Right. Right. But yeah, I I remember being creeped out about it at at the time, like just like staring at this thing because it didn't have a face. I think that's a good message though. It's interesting. Underneath it all. It's a good message. But that's the only creepy doll thing that came to mind for me as far as, like, older. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, I also found a bunch of articles about dolls on uh, the dollmuseum.blogspot.com. Apparently there is a doll museum. (laughs) Okay. Apparently also there were edible dolls. Uh, Edible dolls were commonplace. I thought that was interesting. It's where, obviously, like, gingerbread men, that kind of thing. Oh, Yeah. But, like, not when I started doing research trying to find if, if like, regular dolls were just, like, anything spooky in the past. It was, there was pretty much nothing of any sort of past haunted doll business. Because there's, because they just decompose. We just don't have, have enough. Even though a lot of the dolls that weren't decomposable were made of, like, pipe clay. Which means they would have survived. It's just, there's just not enough for us to, uh, to know. So I showed you that last poppet. So there's another one. So this one, this person found a small wooden figure about an inch and a half long when he'd renovated a Tudor cottage in Burwash, East Sussex. Says, although not sure of its exact location, uh, they thought that it may have come from above a beam or within a wall, making it a possible concealed object. Like uh, like the witch's ladder or things like that they would find in old cottages and blah, blah, blah. This one I looks less scary, I feel like. It's just more of like, oh, a little wooden figure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not that bad. Yeah. In this article, it says, Such figures are known as poppets, and they can be made from a variety of materials, wood, clay, cloth, straw, wax, etc. They're sometimes found having been secreted away within houses, but for purposes that remain unknown to us. Some theories are given by Simpson and Roud in their Dictionary of English Folklore. And so here's here's pretty much what they think from this folklore book, what they think the poppets were. So some part poppets were likely used in maleficium, harmful magic. The poppet represents a person and through the process of sympathetic magic, as the poppet is tortured by burning, pricking with pins, etc., the person is tortured too. But if there's no evidence of the poppet having been tortured, in some way then other theories seem likelier. Did they represent domestic spirits? Were they concealed for luck or protection? Were they a child's contribution to larger caches of concealed deposits? Were they a form of foundation sacrifice? A small stone figurine held at the Museum of Manchester was found in the cellar floor of a conservative club in Hollingworth, Greater Manchester, and it was possibly concealed as a foundation sacrifice i'm gonna show you this one this one's spooky i hate this one i don't like i don't like the thought of these things like 
being in your walls. Can I know. you imagine what if you have something in your wall right now I know. or in your body hole in your basement? I don't want I don't want that. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Some of them could be held on on threads or whatever. But so this was what they called a, like a foundation sacrifice. So I guess it was to protect the home. So oh. whoever built the house or whatever put these like to protect houses after they were being built. Oh, so there's like multiple of them. It's yeah. just like a cha- like a talisman or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's super spooky. I don't know. I hate it. I hate how all of these look. Yeah, they're very cre- they're very like very creepy. They're very say. creepy. Yeah. And I don't like the mixture of wax and hair. I feel like that's something that I just think about not wanting to clean up. <laughs> it's like Yeah. Like I just I'm like, oh, I don't want to clean that up. That sounds like a mess to me. So a lot of them were wax and uh, and hair. The, this me- doll museum has a ton of really great information if you just want to read about dolls that aren't spooky at all. <laughs> so they got American dolls. It's, I mean, it, like the website and the museum itself is spooky just because they're dolls. <laughs> like, like I just hate it in general. It just makes me think of that vine of that girl. It's like I think I know more about American yeah. dolls than you do. You oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. Which is my favorite. I love that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, here's one more. This was from... Um, this is a place I really, really want to go if I'm ever back in the UK. because And they let Americans go places because we're the sticky toddlers <laughs> of the world at this point. This is from the Museum of Witchcraft and Magic, which is in the UK. And it's a oh, really... Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's, a, it's so cool. It's a really cool museum. And I want to go so bad. But this is a surviving wax poppet. Um, it doesn't say from when. So... I don't know if it's, I don't know if they don't know or whatever. It's, to me, it looks like it's probably like 17, 1800s, maybe. It's to cause the person to have a hernia. Ah! Oh, Sorry. gosh, that's really so specific. You can see, yeah, so it's, it's they. I guess they knew because of where the pins were. I don't know. Or maybe they had like connections to whoever had found it. Or maybe it's more modern. I don't know. It could be way more modern than what I think it was. But it says the charge made for this charm was one old red 10 shilling note. <laughs> so that's how much it cost was 10 shillings. So it must actually it must have been much more modern if it was that. But yeah, so that's another spooky poppet. If you want to give someone a hernia. He's got some pics. Yeah, I know old they've Gumby. got this one. They got like this must have been a muscular person. They've got some musculature there. But yeah, so that's it. That's that's my my poppet research. No historically haunted dolls I could find. That doesn't mean they don't exist. It just, from what I found, I couldn't find anything. Well, I found what may be the oldest recorded haunted doll. Possibly. I don't know. I'm not an expert. I just Googled things. (laughs) But it's called Robert the Doll. Ooh. Which is an allegedly haunted doll exhibited at the East Martello Museum. Allegedly. He was once owned by Key West, Florida painter and author Robert Eugene Otto. Weird. Okay. And it said, the doll originally belonged to Robert Eugene Otto, an artist described as eccentric, who belonged to a prominent Key West family. The doll was reportedly manufactured by the Steiff Company of Germany. Oh, yeah. Purchased by Otto's grandfather when, while on a trip on, to Germany in 1904 and given to young Otto as a birthday gift. The doll's sailor suit was likely an outfit that Otto wore as a child. The doll remained stored in the Otto family home in Key West while Otto studied in New York and Paris. He married, the couple returned, his wife died two years later. After their deaths, 
The Eaton Street, Street home containing the doll was sold to Myrtle Reuter, who owned it for 20 years. And then they sold it to the current owners, who operated as a guest house. And in 1994, the doll was donated to the museum in Key West, Florida, where it became a popular tourist attraction because apparently... It has supernatural abilities that allow it to move, change its facial expressions, and make giggling sounds. Oh, ew, no. Yeah, apparently there are rumors that it is aware of what is going on around it, that it, like, vanishes, or, and then he would, like, blame, and there's just, like, stories that when Otto was younger, he would blame the doll for things. According to local folklore, the doll has caused car accidents, broken bones, job loss, divorce, and a cornucopia of other misfortunes. And museum visitors supposedly experience post-visit misfortunes for failing to respect Robert. Failing to respect Robert? Yep. Wow. So it's 104 years old. So this may be the oldest haunted doll, Oldest surviving haunted doll, yeah. Yeah. Apparently he's been on a travel channel program called Zach Baggins' Haunted Museum. (laughs) Good for him. He was on an episode of Deadly Possessions. You go, Robert. Mm-hmm. Deadly Possessions? That sounds like we should have watched it before we did this show. I know. I'm kind of regretting not reading <laughs> this earlier. Like, what is this? 2017? That's not even that old. Wow, there's only six episodes. Travel Channel miniseries. Wow, yeah. They, they cover Robert the Doll and the Dybbuk Box. Yes. Your favorite. My favorite. The Conjure Chest and St. Valentine's Day Massacre Wall. Peggy the Doll and John Merle's Thumb. Bella Lugosi's Mirror and Charles Manson's TV, Ed Gein's Cauldron and the Crying Boy paintings, and Dr. Kevorkian's Death Van and Natalie Wood's Yacht. Oh my god. I think we need to watch this. Yeah. I wonder how we can watch it. Sounds like a romp. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. So I think that I think that Robert is our oldest. Someone our said oldest that Robert is what Chucky doll. was based off of. Interesting. Because he didn't seem to kill anyone, nor was he a murderer trapped in a doll. Isn't that the plot of Chucky? It's, I don't remember. Let's see. It says a horror film franchise loosely based on the legend began with the film Robert, released in 2015. So, not sure. That's not that old. No. Dear, Dear Robert, if you Google Robert the doll, he will come up. That, I believe, is the oldest, oldest haunted doll. You could go look at him, but if you don't respect him... You're going to have a broken bone or divorce or job loss. Wow. So be be nice. You gotta be nice. Gotta be nice to Robert. Don't, don't be crude. I think that the only other things I, I found were some interesting forum posts, as per usual. We, we very much enjoy that. And then specifically, I found, I was telling Holly before this, the the one super dumb thing I found was Post Malone. That's <laughs> Apparently... <laughs> had all these problems recently, like was involved in a plane emergency and he, his house was robbed and then he got in a car crash. And apparently there was a video released where he went to the haunted museum in Las Vegas Uh and he, uh, Zach Baggins, I think this is how you say it, touches a Dybbuk box Uh and and Posty touched his shoulder uh-oh. And so people are like, I think Post Malone's cursed. <laughs> Post Malone got cursed. He's cursed by the Dybbuk box. And the best thing is people like went on Twitter and they were like, Posty, you touched the Dybbuk box, you touched this guy, you're cursed. And his response was just, God must hate me, LOL. That was his response to it, which I'm like, 
Feel that. Feel that in my bones. Wow. Posty. That's amazing. So, you know, if you feel like these things can't happen to you, they happen to people like Post Malone. Yeah. Touching and he's, cursed objects. He's part of the Hollywood elite, which means that he's protected by the blood of scared children. It's true. Potentially bathes in them, I guess. Yeah, wears baby faces or whatever. Oh, man. That's that's amazing. That's an amazing story. There was um one other doll thing that I found is that I was going to show a picture of to you guys because it's, it's oh great. boy I, I might just want I might just want to link like the website because it's just there's too many oh wow um I don't know if you've I don't know if you've heard of this but have you heard of the island of the dolls in Mexico no is this like Doctor Quandry's island like what is no this? it's so it's called the island of the dolls and the guy like died recently but he. Some I think it was his daughter had died or something, but he just started leaving dolls all around this island. So now it's just an island of dolls, just like just dolls, creepy dolls hanging everywhere. It's like it's it's horrifying. <laughs> it's actually horrifying. I'm going to hate this. Yeah. Oh, is it? This is like Resident Evil. I know. It's just. But the guy was like, "Yes, this is how I will honor this like girl. Is that I'm just going to." <laughs> Just put a bunch of dolls everywhere. It just looks like Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah, isn't this like in Resident Evil 7? I think it is. Yeah. Well, it says, what do the dolls hanging from the trees represent? Julian, who is the guy who lived on this like island, was apparently haunted by the spirit of the girl and started hanging more dolls in an attempt to please her spirit. He soon realized the dolls themselves were possessed by the spirits of the dead girls. And continued to collect creepy dolls hanging them over the entire island. According to those close to him, it was if, as if Julian was driven by some unseen force that completely changed him. Apparently, he was very marked by the fact that he was not able to save this little girl's life. After 50 years of collecting dolls and hanging them on the island, 50 years, Julian was... Oh, no. Yeah, Julian was found dead, drowned in the same spot where the girl died. That sounds pretty legit. Right? Isn't that... Yeah. So spooky. Yeah. So spooky. So he was, like, collecting dolls for 50 years. And that's all true. Like, all that stuff about him dying and, like, like that... Even though that is a, a human-enacted spooky thing, it's very spooky. Also, it seems like it's very hard to get to it. The island is also covered in huge spiders, and there's a BuzzFeed Unsolved episode on it. Yeah, spiders are good though. I like spiders. Spiders are good. I always apologize when I have to move their webs because it's like orb weaver season here in the Pacific oh, Northwest. So and orb weavers are totally harmless. They're just they make the big circle webs, but they're invasive. They're, I mean, they're not dangerous invasive, but like they don't hurt anyone. But there's always flies around because of I have chickens, so I get a bunch of orb weavers. But I'm always just like, I'm sorry, buddy, and I always just move them and I just like move their little webs over. <laughs> you keep doing you. Yeah. Spiders aren't bad, but creepy doll islands, real bad. Real bad. Real bad. Wow. MBT0601 said I was looking up the Dibbit box, and the first thing that shows up on Google shopping is a collection of Baphomet-themed soaps. And I'm like, well, you know. <laughs> I want some Satan soaps. I actually, not to start a tangent, but I got um, from this one Etsy store some Baba Yaga-themed soap. And it Ooh. smells like campfire. Ooh, tell me what what's the store because I am looking for new soaps because it's so good. the old soap one I use they sell out of their like soap instantly every time they release something. It's really nice soap. 
But yeah, that's that's my haunted doll island. That would be pretty cool if one day one of us goes... Like, that's one of the places I'm like, we should totally investigate haunted doll island. Yeah, but it's, that one looks hard to get to. Yeah, what I did mean... it say on here? It was like three to four hours of navigating canals. <laughs> of navigating. I don't know if I got the stamina for that, okay? I'm 31. <laughs> <laughs> I will go to a museum, though. There's people that'll take you, I think. Oh, okay. That's fine. I'll do that then. I thought yeah. we were going to have to like go out there by ourselves and figure no. it out. And I don't know. No, there's, I don't know if I'm smart enough for that. I don't think it's as, I don't think it's as like, as treacherous as they make it look. Like, I feel like when you get there, you'd be like, yeah, this is weird and creepy, but I have a feeling it's not that bad. I will say that in the time you were telling us all about different dolls, I did select a doll for no. you. No! <laughs> before I go into some of the forum tales that I have... Uh, I don't pulled want up for tonight. I'd be so mad if I get a haunted doll at my house. I have selected Bailey the haunted no! doll because she is under forty dollars. Oh, a steal! A steal! I collect haunted dolls, mostly children and abused female spirits. I am downsizing my collection since I just got more who require more out of me. Says the Lister. Meet Bailey. She's such a beautiful spirit and at the same time filled with such sorrow. No! She was 19 when she passed away and chose the vessel for herself. She struggled so much with understanding what has happened to her and why. The previous person who had worked with her for almost two years, and I've been working for her for roughly seven months. My life is transitioning and I fear that change might be too much for her. That's very considerate. Bailey was a single mom who worked a night shift. Uh, and one night she left because she didn't feel good. On her way home, she stopped at a local gas station to get herself some ginger ale to settle her stomach. But when she left, she was attacked by a group of men. They shoved her in their car and drove her to her park. And no! Her. She even had her hand slammed into the car door trying to defend herself, which her vessel reflects. Ah! She's no! A, has a broken hand. She is a friendly spirit and at times will seem fine. But there are sometimes I've heard her cry out for her daughter she left and has chilled me to my core. She breaks my heart. As you can see from the photo, she is inside and she prefers it that way. Outside scares her. She loves being in my kitchen. She loves when I pull out my crock pot and I swear I've practically heard her squeal with joy. She communicates through EVP sounds and feelings. I've had moments when I felt her sorrow. When I first brought her home, I felt a sense of fear waking up, walking up to my car with her. But that's obviously understandable. She means no harm. She has apologized in EVP sessions. She's apologized? Yeah, she seems just really polite. I know. I mean, this like, is, like, very sad, but she seems polite. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean... Can, can we get a picture of Bailey? Yes. I hate this. I hate... I have, like, such, like, animism problems that, like, I, like... Like, objects are, like, like their importance. I'm never gonna... Like, if you bought this doll for me, I'd never be able to get rid of it. It'd be here forever. <laughs> and I'd feel way too guilty to ever get rid of it because Bailey needs taking care of, Kayla. Bailey... Is has had a life of struggle. No, look she how just creepy loves it is. Crock pots. No, legit, that just looks like a doll my mom would order out of a magazine. Oh, I Sorry, hate Bailey. It so much. No, no, I hate it. Yeah, uh, so that's the one I've selected. Um, don't, no, do not. I'll never be able to get rid of it. It's gonna sit. I'm gonna put it in a closet and I'll make Bailey sad. Oh yeah, she would be sad. Just no. put her next to a crock pot. <laughs> I've Great. Here's what I'm going to do. I have a crock pot. I have one of those. It's going to be underneath. It's in my kitchen underneath the like one of those like under cabinets. I'm just going to put it there. 
And then if anyone happens yeah. to use the crockpot, not naming names, it might be a spooky surprise to just find a doll in the cupboard. Well, I will say the other option is I send you a Dybbuk box, <laughs> which I told you I was going to do and I never did. Right. Yes. I'm fine with Dybbuk boxes. Like, that's like demonology stuff. I'm not scared of that. I don't like dolls. Ooh. I like poppets. Yeah. Poppets are cool. Like little, like... I don't like it when things have eyes. I just I don't, don't like it when things, like, look like little kids. Like, it's just creepy. I hate it. I'm trying to... Th like, the Dybbuk boxes are kind of ridiculous, so... They, oh, they are know. ridiculous. Absolutely. Dangerous. Paranormal Dybbuk box. Ooh, what about the haunted Louisiana bridal porcelain doll? That <gasps> And a Dybbuk box! Oh my gosh, it's a twofer! A twofer? <laughs> and, it's, and it's cheaper! Oh my god. This one uh, is a twofer, and okay. the only description says, Haunted wedding doll, comes with necklace for doll, great for doll collectors or people interested in the paranormal. That's all. That's all it says. That's it. Haunted Louisiana bridal porcelain doll and her divot box. And her di Wait, the doll has a divot box? Yeah, I guess she comes with it. There's no picture of it. It's just like a wedding doll. Wow. Wow. Maybe she has like a tiny little divot box. You know, she's just got. No, I hate this one. Well, Look how spooky it is! Oh my god, that thing should be burnt in a fire. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's just like a bridal doll. I hate it. I hate it. Why do people make these? Like, I just hate them. They're so aesthetically offensive to me. <laughs> I just, uh for those on the podcast, imagine like an old, lacy, nasty ass, like grandma house, like doll, probably <laughs> smells like cigarette smoke with like Captain Janeway's hair from like the middle of the of the Voyager season. The bad one. The yeah. bad one where she has like a bouffant for some reason. And it just, ugh, ugh. And like definitely 80 shoulders pa shoulder pads. Oh, yeah. Like, and like kind of bishop sleeves, but not cool bishop sleeves. Yeah. Yeah, not cool. <laughs> well, you have to choose your fate. I don't know. I'm not actually going to spend money on this. Please don't. I don't have enough disposable <laughs> income be, for this. Bees of War asks, can you look for haunted Cabbage Patch Kids? Oh, yeah. They definitely have those. <laughs> I, did look, 100%. I did look on Etsy for um, for Poppets. So if you go on Etsy and Google like like Poppets for sale or whatever, people do sell those, which I felt like that wasn't too much of a stretch because there's a lot of like witchcraft stuff on Etsy. Or poppet pop kits. <laughs> wow. Also, I googled uh, haunted Cabbage Patch dolls, and apparently there's a firm belief that Cabbage Patch dolls are possessed by Satan. What? Um, <laughs> so, I think that, was Annabelle a Cabbage Patch doll? I don't know. I don't remember. Anyways, Cabbage Patch dolls possessed by Satan. Sorry to report. Uh, what, about haunted, to what about haunted Beanie Babies? <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. Roxy Rondell here. Like, the truth is all Furbies are haunted. That's, that's... Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. Oh, there's just a lot of Halloween beanie babies. Oh, that's cute. They're very cute. Big Bad King Boomoo. I please do not. I hate clowns, too. I hate clowns. I hate, like, late adult lady dolls and wedding dresses. I just, like, I hate things that are aesthetically un displeasing. It makes me, it makes me... A, just I can't do it. Well, let me tell you, I I perused paranormalforum.net, which I think I've been on before. I like this forum for some doll things. And 
someone kind of has been they 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 have a thread going of different haunted dolls. Oh, good. And I'm going to tell you about Debbie. <laughs> Debbie. I hate that. <laughs> so Debbie sounds like like let's this, see. sounds like this haunted doll like works at a truck stop. Um, no, she also she also has like the it. Janeway hair. She has the Janeway hair. She's also a bride because I guess that's just yeah, it's, it's when you get worst. depressed and become a ghost. I don't know. <laughs> So, a family in England claims that they are living in constant fear after bringing a haunted doll into their home and subsequently experiencing eerie activity seemingly caused by the creepy-looking toy. Debbie Merrick, oh, that's the woman's name, says that strange happenings began to unfold soon after she purchased the spooky doll and placed it in a spare room of the house. Within a few days, smoke alarms in the home began to inexplicably go off, and the family heard unexplained sounds akin to someone or something moving around the house. However, things took a more worrisome turn one morning when Merrick's husband woke up to discover mysterious scratches all over his leg and realized that the marks were about the same size as the doll's hand. I hate that. No. Tiny that makes me little, actually tiny little uncomfortable. scratchy hands. Yeah, that makes me uncomfortable. When one of Merrick's friends, who happens to be a psychic medium, visited the home, the clairvoyant became deeply disturbed by the doll and insisted it had a nefarious spirit inside of it. Seemingly fed up with their unwanted and meddlesome house guest, the family decided to place the doll inside of a storage container in their garage in hopes of ridding themselves of the unsettling activity. Yeah, see, that's but it would, what I would have done to what's her face. And that's true. I would, you bad. could just drop that off at Goodwill, honestly. No, because no, then they keep haunting and it comes back. Ugh. But it would appear that this did not deter the doll, as a later visit to the garage where the bin was kept revealed that the figurine had managed to somehow remove a necklace that had been wrapped around its neck multiple times. Deciding that enough was enough, Merrick had now put the doll up for auction on eBay at a rather paltry asking price since their goal is just to get rid of it rather than profit from the piece. To that end, if they cannot find a buyer for the doll online, the family says they will simply give it away to a charity shop. Should that plan fail, we, they could always try and locate the dad with the haunted doll collection. Oh, that's a link. <laughs> oh, God. That's a I'm, link. Wait, someone with a haunted doll collection? Yeah, there's a link to it. Dad's haunted doll collection spooks family. Dad's haunted doll collection. Dad, what are you doing? So dad here. So oh, a, a family in England... Now, have found their home invaded by some eerie new housemates thanks to their father's penchant for collecting haunted dolls. Oh my god. Since, I would leave. Since last November. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm I'm sorry. You're not I can't deal with you anymore. Mm-mm. So Barry Collingswood has been collecting the creepy dolls with remarkable dedication and so far owns more than 30 potentially possessed dolls. As one can imagine, his wife and children are not too thrilled with his odd hobby, which they have tried to thwart from the very beginning. <laughs> Collingsworth recalls how, upon arriving home with his first haunted doll, his wife insisted that he get it out of the house. Yeah, good. (laughs) When he went to throw the toy away, he claims, a gust of wind simultaneously whipped the plastic bag off of the doll and knocked him to the ground. The fall was nearly fatal for Collingswood as he narrowly avoided hitting a pane of glass and concluded that the doll must have sensed what I was doing and tried to kill me. Rather than deterring him from seeking out more haunted dolls, and if anything, seemingly compelled him to amass his current jaw-dropping collection, much to the chagrin of his family. His teenage son plans to flee the home as soon as possible and move in with a friend because the overwhelming amount of dolls staring at him has become too off-putting to endure. 
Meanwhile, his daughter is more mystified by how Collingswood keeps finding the purportedly possessed figurines, marveling that her dad will often head out to the store for an errand and somehow wind up coming home with a new haunted doll. According to Collingswood, the attempt on his life wasn't the only weird event which he attributes to the dolls, as appliances have been known to turn off and on on their own, and one doll even allegedly opens its eyes at will. Whether these tales are truly the sign of a spirit attached to the dolls likely depends on whether one believes such a thing is possible. That said, what may be undeniable is that Collingswood seems to have come up with a foolproof plan to ensure that his adult children move out of the house. Oh my god. (laughs) Ah. That's amazing. That was on coasttocoastam.com, which I did not know existed. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. I just, there there are like a few things that would like be a deal breaker for me. And I feel like Haunted Doll is like <laughs> up there. Haunted Doll collection. If someone was just like, do you want to date me? But also I come with my Haunted, haunted doll, doll collection. <laughs> I dare, I dare you, Spooky Scouts. I dare you at one point to like, if you're ever like speed dating or something to just like say that. Oh, yeah, that could be how you could get out of it if it's really weird. If you don't, just be like, if they're weird or something, be like, yeah, I have a haunted doll collection. Hee <laughs> hee. Do you want to come see it? Like, And if they're like, yes, I love dolls, then you, I don't know, just run. Then you know that that's also a I problem. I love haunted dolls. <laughs> well, we have an update to the first one that I just read, actually, in this forum. Uh, also, so- Plumpton said that they visited the Ventriloquist Hall of Fame. And Ugh. I just can't handle that. Don't want to see that. No. Ugh. No, no, no. 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 No, thank Mm-mm. you. That makes me think of Goosebumps. Yes. Do not want. Yes. Or that, like, one comedian who was a ventriloquist and, like, racist. <laughs> like, one guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, like, it was, like, super popular to, like, people our parents' age. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was like, I don't know about this guy. And not only is it spooky, it's also really, really questionable humor. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Well, we have an add on to the story about the Buffon bride with Debbie Merrick. Uh, because apparently Debbie Merrick and her husband brought the doll to the studio of this morning TV show in the UK. Oh my God. And to talk about how the doll has tormented them since they bought it. Um, the couple bought three China dolls for just five euros at a secondhand shop. Or is that GBP? That's GBP. Sorry, Mabi. Um, a secondhand shop only to find out one of the dolls was possessed. Debbie said that her husband had mysterious scratches, blah, blah, blah. As they were chatting about the doll, the rocking chair that the doll was sitting on started to rock on its own. No! There's a video, but it's like it's been like taken down. Oh, so of course. I can't. Yeah, I can't link it for you. Many viewers started tweeting, asking why the chair was rocking. Some viewers were asking whether someone had given the chair a nudge off camera to make the chair rock. Oh, my God. Host Ruth Langsford asked whoever is making the chair to rock to stop it. (laughs) That was the host of the show? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, like... I, like, I love how in the UK they're just like, yes, bring on the haunted doll. The yeah, show. they're just like, yeah, bring the haunted doll into the morning show. What else are they, you know, that's more, in- that's interesting to wake up to. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's to just a doll rocking in a rocking <laughs> chair and everybody being freaked out. The video has been taken down. I don't know. Was it too sensitive? <laughs> like a spooky I don't know. Chair? It's just, it's gone. It's gone. It's left the internet. So we can, we can never see. 
the host shout at the doll to stop rocking the rocking chair. Did it stop, though? They didn't say. <gasps> oh, no. We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> well, that's, that's lovely. I know that we have a ton of stories to get through. So should we start reading stories early? Yeah, if you want to. Unless you have more doll, more doll, doll, spooky doll stories. I don't know if anything, I don't know if this one is interesting because I didn't pre-read it, but someone on Reddit bought a haunted doll off of eBay and reported back about it. Oh, good. I do kind of want to hear It was the haunted doll Evelyn. Oh, no. Which is funny. Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) It's Evelyn. Um, So it says, hey, guys, I know this is really weird, but I've always been obsessed with the idea of having a haunted item. So I went on eBay and did a very, very, very thorough search on trusted sellers slash stores where I could buy haunted items. I eventually settled on my doll Evelyn because the seller stated that the vessel was inhabited by the spirit Evelyn who died at 17 and had hopes of going to college and being a teacher. I felt a connection to her there because I am currently a senior at university and about to start working as an English teacher. I hope to read to Evelyn often and ask her advice for my lesson plans. I even fascinate I'm I even fascinate about giving her a place in the classroom to sit so she can still achieve her dreams. Should this Which is very sweet. That is very sweet. But should this person be a teacher? <laughs> hey, this <laughs> yeah, I mean, regardless, like, I think that, I like, if I were in class and my teacher's, like, thing was that they kept a haunted doll that watched everyone, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like that'd at least be entertaining. Yeah, I, that's true. Yeah. Like, and also this is just kind of sweet. And maybe it's Evelyn. Is it, I say Evelyn. Is it Evelyn? I don't know, whatever. Update. Okay, so first day and night with Evelyn, and I only had a couple out of the ordinary things to report. First off, my cat won't stop rubbing against the doll or sniffing it. And second, I fell asleep last night with my TV on watching South Park on Hulu. <laughs> okay. And I woke up at 1 a.m. to both of both the DVD player and the TV being shut off. Now, I know there's probably a logical explanation for all that, but I'm just hoping it's her. Uh, day slash night two. Nothing happened last night that I know of, except I woke up at 2 a.m. for no reason. But that's becoming typical for me anyways. But today, as I was getting ready for class, I turned on a paranormal story time on YouTube, and right after, my door that had been shut opened itself about a quarter of the way. My cat and I both shot our heads to the door when that happened, and I know y'all probably say I'm stupid for this, but I used the Ghost Radar app, and it said there was an (laughs) entity right in the direction where my door is. There's a Ghost Radar app? How come we didn't know about the Ghost Radar app? Um, oh yeah. First of all, downloading that immediately. Ghost Radar Classic. Oh, Ghost there's Radar more Legacy? than one version. Oh, you can get Classic or Legacy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna get. We classic. are. I was downloading the wrong apps. Like screw being healthy. Like get get rid of all those like step trackers or whatever. Just put on the Ghost Radar. <laughs> Hang on. I am downloading this immediately. All right. Now, what if there's it's a what if there's a ghost right here right now? Who you gonna call? I'm really scared. Ooh, an ad popped up. <laughs> oh, not it's not spooky. It's just capitalism. It's just wordscapes. It's fine. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, wordscapes. I don't Okay. No. Did you get classic? I got classic and immediately there's a giant ad for wordscapes. Okay. So it's like it's like a radar thing. So I guess you just try to find I hate this. the ghost. This is gonna put me I hate, I'm is, scared. This is gonna put me on another list. Like <laughs> it's gonna put another. There's no ghosts in this room. 
I don't think. I don't know how to understand how to read this, but the thing's green, and I assume that's good, and there's no, like, little blips. Okay. You know, oh, I'm like, looking at mine. Like, battleship? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't want to play wordscapes. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it scares you. It's just like, wordscapes. Come on, everyone. Yeah, you know um, what to do. See if there's any I'm ghosts. Ghost free. I'm ghost-free over here. You're ghost-free? Yep. Okay. Oh, 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 I think I saw a ghost. <gasps> oh, 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 oh. See, I saw, there was a blue mark. There was a blue mark on my ghost no. app. Yeah, there were two. On the radar part? There were two. <gasps> There's nothing on mine. It's just green. They're gone now. They're gone now. There's ghosts here, everyone. Oh my gosh. Oh, Maybe you have they actually said it does on. actually use your phone's sensor to de detect like EM signatures. That's interesting. Oh my gosh, you got some ghosts in your house. Oh no. Do you know you, the history of your house? Yeah, I mean, my house is old. It's like from like 1916. Oh, another ad. Yeah. And now, have you been seeing these ads of these like this sad guy? This like I yeah and he can't wash his hands yeah well I get like there's it's just this guy in overalls who keeps getting into these wacky hijinks and I get really stressed out because I'm just like feeling bad for him <gasps> I can't stuff popped up on my thing like his his boat just exploded it just made me really sad anyway I don't want to play I don't want to play this sad guy I just want to see ghosts the ghosts are gone I had two ghosts now they're gone mine mine two things popped up and they disappeared and I got really scared I hate this. <gasps> oh shit! There's one. Oh, I got one! I got one! Look, there's a ghost. There's two ghosts, you guys. Oh, it's gone. Oh shit! That one just turned red. What's that mean? Uh, I don't know, but it just thundered outside, <laughs> and I hate this. I'm gonna delete this off my phone right now. Goodbye. Was it? Doesn't even tell me. Like, I I took a screenshot, but look at how angry and scary this is. It's just a red oh, dot no. on my radar. That's spooky. All right. Well, there's ghosts. Anyway. And then it thundered outside, and I hate this, and now I'm not going to be able to sleep. Um, cool. Uh, the ghosts are everywhere. Well, now we have a new app. Do you remember the last app we downloaded that determined oh, gosh, what monster I... we were or whatever it was? Did I delete that? I deleted it because I, I was like, this it? is dumb, and I hate it. <laughs> it was like... It was really it dumb. Was like, it was like, take, like, take this quiz or put your finger on the app, and it, like, t tells you if you're, like, a vamp, what, what kind of, like, werewolf you are. No, I was a werewolf and you were a vampire. That's right. Yeah. That's it that's what it determined based because it was like a quiz or something. I don't know. It was dumb. Oh uh, last Anyways, Laffy third Arcan ghost in my house, I'm scared. Laffy Arcana said that the older version also claimed to pick up and interpret EVP. So apparently that's it claims <gasps> to pick up EVP signatures. But I don't know how your phone does that. And I Maybe it was just my computer. I don't know. <laughs> The computer monitor. I don't know. I'm scared. Yeah. No, don't pay money for it, Spectral Kittens. No, it Do was not. free. It was free on the App Store. Um, not endorsed by Spooky Saturdays. <laughs> but I am very scared now, and it will be hard to sleep tonight because there are ghosts in my house. No, there's no ghosts. You're fine. It's just nap. But there oh, are haunted okay. dolls. Yeah, this one coming straight for your house. Mm -hmm. No, stop. No, don't. <laughs> I was trying to agree with you, and I was like, no, don't. Don't put haunted. <laughs> Wait. I'm not going to keep that haunted doll anywhere. I'm going to upset it, and it's going to be, I'm going to take it to the Goodwill, and it'll be someone else's problem, and I'll feel guilty forever. That's what gets me, is like, in a lot of these stories, people are like, my only, my only option was to sell it on eBay. And I'm like, no, I think I could not, do other things with it, that like, is not to get rid own, of it. Your only option to sell it on eBay. <laughs>
I had to just go straight to eBay and sell this thing. And I'm like, I feel like, to be honest, if anything, when these people are selling haunted dolls, you're paying for their like incredibly like weird creative writing prompt that they like write like a whole little book underneath it. I'm like, that's very nice. You did like if you printed that out and displayed it next to your haunted doll. I liked the Evelyn one. She wanted to be a teacher, and that girl was like, I want to help her pursue her dreams. So I was like, wow. Yeah, that's nice. I'm so touched. Yeah, that's nice. Do you think there's, like, a Hallmark movie about someone falling in love with a haunted doll? Because I feel like that would be a thing that Hallmark would I know, do. I know there's one about someone falling in love with a snowman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also one, uh, a Christmas one. Where she falls in love with Christmas ghost and, like, I think she wants, she, like, tries to sleep with him or something. Yeah. Hallmark movies, man. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's rough. So are we ready for some fact or fiction? Because we do have a backlog. It's exciting. Let me know. I can kick us off with this first one whenever you're ready. It's time for fact or fiction. We will be reading chilling tales submitted from the community and guessing, are these fact fiction, or somewhere in between. Use your best spooky scout skills to determine the truth. Do you have a scary story to tell? You can submit them to us at SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com to have them read on the show. Just make sure to include if they are fact or fiction and your name. So this one comes from Carrot Cards, and it's called The Schneider Story. Back in my junior year of high school, my driver's ed teacher liked to tell all kinds of stories, and the most famous of all was the Schneider story. Every year, an entire class period was dedicated to telling the spooky tale. However, if you were too scared, you could opt out of the class and instead spend the period in study hall, as students have passed out or vomited from fear in past years. My teacher and a couple of his friends drove out to a local ghost town called Bodie, He asked the ranger stationed there for a good place to off-road and camp nearby. The ranger at first refused to tell them as it was dangerous. They were in the desert between California and Nevada. There were no gas stations around for miles. The ranger eventually relented. With the ranger's help, they found a vacant ghost town and they camped there for the first night and all was well. They left in the morning after packing their supplies and continued to drive further into the desert. They drove, uh, they drove about, screwing around, until they found another good place to set up camp. It was a small building that looked to be the same age as Bodie. The area had a tiny pond and some trees surrounding what used to be the property. It seemed an ideal place to camp, as it had the historic building and the only water and trees for miles. As my teacher was setting up his tent, he found a beer on a tree stump, and he went to throw it away, assuming it was litter that someone had left behind. The beer was cold to the touch, so he left, assuming it was one of his buddies. It wasn't a brand any of them drank, so he checked around the site to see if he, if he found anyone not wanting to encroach on anyone, but he found no one surrounded by miles and miles of empty desert. They spent the day hanging out and driving around the site, seeing absolutely no one. They found stone circles a bit northward of the building, but thought nothing of it. Before they tucked into bed, they cleaned all their garbage from the campsite, The only thing that remained was that beer can. He yelled to friends, asking them to grab their beer, but it belonged to none of them, and when he went to throw it away, it was still ice cold, despite the fact that it had been sitting out in the desert all day. Uh. He shrugged it off, and soon the sun set, and they all turned into bed. 
one of the friends choosing to sleep under the stars and another within their RV. He fell asleep in his tent, only to be awoken by something scratching at his tent, and he grabbed a weapon, expecting an animal. He found nothing, and his friends were sound asleep. He went back into his tent. The second he finally started to drift back to sleep, something banged against his tent. It was like someone sprinted into it and then took off. He left his tent once again, but there was nothing around, but him and his now-awake friends now looking around confused as well. He looked over to see his friend's RV shake and then still. He and his friends decided to leave and started loading up all their gear. They apparently didn't pack fast enough for whatever was there as the RV started shaking more violently than before and they had to try to hold on as best they could and drive away as quickly as possible. As they left the site, the RV stopped rattling. They made camp elsewhere and continued their trip and everything was normal. The first time my teacher ever told this story to a class was when he was teaching a college night class. The class was very close-knit and often conversations steered off topic. Somehow one night, the class started to talk about the supernatural and my teacher decided to tell this story. During the duration of class, one of his students started acting odd. The student was withdrawn and looked anxious. At the end of class, the student went up to my teacher to talk to him one-on-one. The student told him to stop telling the story to his classes. My teacher laughed and asked why. The man said that every time that my teacher tells that story, he acts like a conduit and opens the room to any spirits. My teacher asked the student why he thought that, and the student reluctantly revealed that they themselves were a medium and ever since they were little could see ghosts. My teacher decided to do some digging around that campsite after that. He found nothing about it online, so he decided to ask for help from his friend who liked to sleep under the stars. That's a nice friend. The first thing they managed to find... I know. This is a nice title for them. The the first thing they managed to find out was that the stone circles were a Native American burial ground, and they only buried the worst of criminals as they believed that the stones would trap the evil souls. After scouring the local library, they were finally able to find information about the site. It was an old postage route stop that served as a midway point between two towns. A caravan of travelers was robbed, and each person was hunted down by an unknown assailant. A woman was able to escape the carriage, but unable to outrun her killer. Now my teacher started to work at my high school, telling the story once a year to each of his classes, regardless of the student's warnings. A skeptical high school student started filming after the story was finished, and within the video, he was talking into his phone, cursing and saying, Yeah, right, Schneider, and nice try, while filming his scared classmates. The video had transparent, pale faces coming out of everywhere, and they moved like they were attached to the walls themselves. The blackboard came alive first with pale faces, soundlessly moaning and writhing. Each face moved on its own in separate directions, so it wasn't a flare or a trick of the light. As he moved the camera across the room and away from the blackboard, the walls were covered in even more ghoulish faces and even parts of bodies and hands. That's it? Just leave it it. off there with hands? (laughs) With the hands? That's where we're going to leave it? It's just the spooky hands coming out of the wall? Yeah. Just the body parts and the hands and the faces? Yeah. Man, I actually, I think I've been to Bodie. I think it burned down. But it it was a ghost down in California, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they said it's between California and Nevada is where they were talking about traveling. Yes, I've been there. I went there as a little kid. Ew, why? (laughs) (laughs) Why not? It was cool. It was a cool ghost town, but I I do think it burned down. I don't remember, though, but it's definitely a real place. I remember going there. 
I mean, I feel like, I feel like chat's kind of on the same page as me that it's faction because Bodhi is a real place. And I feel like their friends could have like had some kind of encounter, but I feel like we went, we went too far into spooky town because if there was video of that, where's the evidence? Oh, where's the video question. evidence? Spooky scouts. <laughs> well, if we are to believe carrot cards, this one is a hundred percent true. What? Where's the video? Carrot carrot cards. Send us the video. Carrot I cards. I want to see the spooky hands coming through. Excuse me. Carrot cards says my teacher had an entire PowerPoint to go along with the story, and he went back during the day to take some more pictures of the various locations. And the chances of the video being doctored is low, as my teacher has none of the skills necessary to fake the footage. Other students have made pr uh pilgrimages to the location as my teacher gives pretty solid directions in his PowerPoint and no one has managed to stay the entire night. No! No! That's pretty scary. Thank thank you. What was it? Carrot? Carrot, carrot cards. Card? Thank you, carrot cards. That was, that's super scary. And I can't, I can't believe that that uh, is real. And your teacher just was like, let's talk about this horrible paranormal experience I had. My favorite part was someone was like, don't do that. And he was like, I'm going to do it every year to high school students, like, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, the one student was like, you're a conduit to, like, the spirit world. And he's like, whatever. You guys it's are like, fine. I'm just going to go teach high school and tell the high schoolers about it, because whatever. Yeah, that's how the youths. That's amazing. That was great. That was a good one. Thank you. All right, here we go. This one is from Emily. A little over a year ago while I was at work, someone gave me an injury and I've been out of work since. I'm currently getting treatment for my injury. I drive to physical therapy two or three times a week and every time it's a 400 mile round trip. Wow, that is so far. The workers' compensation insurance company chose a physical therapist 200 miles from my house. It's a very, very long but also very pretty drive. I always try to pay attention to the scenery because I don't know when in my life I'll ever drive this much again once I'm done with the treatment. Oh, that's a nice way to look at it. On the way back to our broken healthcare system, on the way back two weeks ago, I was on the phone with my boyfriend and I was talking about all the crazy drivers and things I was seeing. While I was talking to him, I saw a dirt path veering off the highway, so I described it to him in full detail because of how weird it was. It wasn't paved or covered in gravel. It was just a well-beaten dirt path barely big enough for a car. The trees were parted along it as far back as I could see, although I didn't see where it ended. The weirdest part was a hand-painted wooden sign beside it that was almost like a highway exit sign. It was big enough that I could clearly read it, and it said, A place to visit, in cursive script with every word capitalized. I joked with my boyfriend about how I was going to go down the path and decided against it because the speed limit was 70 and I didn't feel like I could safely exit onto it. The further I got down the road, the more I regretted not going down the path, so I decided the next time I drove by, I would see what was at its end. I wanted to see what was so worth visiting. Unfortunately, the next time I was driving back home, I couldn't find it, even though I was looking the whole time. I figured I just missed it, so the next drive to the doctor after that, I looked both on the way there and on the way back to make sure I wasn't confused about which direction I was going when I saw it. It's not like this is something that would be easy to hide. It was a clearly beaten path. I've been there and back to my, my physical therapist five times since I first saw A Place to Visit, and I haven't seen it since. 
I think I found a fey place where the veil was thin, and I'm lucky I didn't go down that path in the first place. Ooh. Oh, I like that. That's like that. That's like my portal story. I've told you the portal story. Yeah, that, that one's very Yeah, freaky. it's like I walked past a building with the in Edinburgh, Scotland, when I was living there, and there was the word portal painted on it, and when I walked back, it wasn't there. You could have, you, who knows where you would have ended I up. I know. It was wild. Um, so that things like that are really spooky. I love that it was cursive and said a place to visit with all the letters capitalized. You know, uh, you yeah. know what else I think about that is that could also be a time slip. Ooh. That sounds like something that could also be something like you see something from the past just randomly, like one of those time slip yeah. incidences. We need to talk about those because time travel and stuff freaks me out. Yeah, it's it's freaky. And I feel like something like that could be, yeah, like a paranormal thing or like, oh, you're seeing an old, like an old road to an old farm or something. I don't know. I love it. I think, I, I think it's fact. Uh, it seems like most of the chat agrees with you. I see a fiction there. Well, you got it. Oh, this one's real. That was a good one. That was a really good one. I love things like that because it sounds like the start of like a spooky novel or something. Uh, yeah, or like, or just like a fun, uh, like young adult. Exactly. Novel. Yeah, yeah. Which I I love that. I think that's great. All right, I have another one pulled up whenever right. you're ready. All right, story time. My name is Marissa. I'm currently 17 years old, and I live inside of a haunted house. We first moved into this house in 2013, two months before my sister, Jadia, died of causes that have gone undiscovered. The hauntings had only started two years ago. It would be small things, like doors closing unprovoked, or a knocking on the front door early in the morning, or so I'm told. I sleep upstairs where it's hard to hear the door, but my parents' bedroom is just off of the living room. Admittedly, I didn't believe this at first, but one night, I was watching anime on Adult Swim late at night. <laughs> fact nice. because now we're just being honest fact. about television <laughs> habits when i heard a knock at the door i looked at the clock 3 33 a.m oh no i froze there was a second knock then a third before it stopped i remember sleeping in my parents room that night soon after that i started having reoccurring dreams of a small girl with pigtails around six years old her name is emma she told me in these dreams that she doesn't remember dying I would always wake up the next morning confused and on edge. Emma was my sister's middle name, and Jadia would have also been around six years old at the start of these dreams. My anxiety started getting worse. I've been on medication and going to therapy for the last year and a half. The dreams have stopped since, and so the knocking on the door. But other things have kept me awake at night. No! The 3.33 a.m. is my favorite part of that. The spooky number. My favorite part is watching anime on Adult Swim at night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This sounds this sounds pretty legit to me. It's got some some details about the experience. It's got, you know, a, a relative that had passed away, which I always feel like kind of connects these sorts of experiences to reality. I could see I could see this being a fact. I could see that. I feel like there's some there's some good agreement going on in the chat there. Well, we got you. No! This one's made up. Oh, they did such a good job of making it up. They even said what they were yeah, watching Marissa. on TV. 
Marissa said fiction. I hope I get you. Holly. Oh no, you got me! No! I got <laughs> You got me, Marissa. Thank you. I getting got Thank is just as good as being right, and I appreciate it. Got got. We love to get got. I got got. We love to get got here. It was great. That was great. Thank I'm you. I'll send you another one. Got got. The one I am you got got finally. Finally. By by more than the light switch. <laughs> oh my god, the light switch. I need to find that and clip it or something, because that that was so good. <laughs> Where someone was just describing a light switch. And I was like, no, wait, just a light switch. <laughs> no. <laughs> Alright. Alright. The one that you have there comes from Uze. Uze. Thank you, Uze. Uh, This is a story that's passed down many generations of my family about my great-great-grandfather who was thought to commune with supernatural beings we call the jinn. Oh, I know jinn. Yeah, jinn are cool. I will use the the name Samuel for him for ease of pronunciation. Thank you. Ooh. It was the early days of spring, and it was pouring rain outside. Samuel was in the village tavern, waiting out the storm and drinking tea. One of the people had been writing an important letter that had to be sent to the capital as soon as possible. As postal service didn't exist at the time, the job of delivering letters was given to people that were going to the capital for whatever business. So this guy was going on and on about how no one in their right mind would travel with all the roads destroyed by the pouring rain and the letter would be late. Then Samuel gets up, takes the letter, saying he can claim and deliver it in no- saying, claiming he can deliver it in no time. Uh, there is a commotion among the people that argue it would be too dangerous to go out but he just says he won't be a problem and goes outside. The people whisper amongst each other, most of them in disbelief, some of them curious. There's a flash of light outside, and less than a few minutes later, Samuel opens the door of the tavern. To everyone's shock, he appears to be fully dry and calm as ever. He says the letter has been delivered, before going back to his table and sipping his tea, which is still warm. A week later from this incident, a response comes to the guy who wrote the letter, saying his letter was delivered by their doorstep the same night, before continuing as normal. Ooh, spooky! So spooky. I like that. I like that a lot. I don't know that much about Jin, but it sounds like it's got some sick magic powers. Right? Right. And what do you think? Do you think? Fact, fiction? I don't know. I mean, I feel I... This is a great story. I feel like... I want this one to be true because I think it's awesome. <laughs> like, how cool is that? Like, oh, yeah, my great-great-grandfather has has a story about, like, this. I don't know. I'm going to say, I'm just going to say it's fact because I want it to be true. Because I think it's a really cool story, and I wish that I had relatives that had cool stories instead of problematic past. <laughs> <sighs> That's very true. Well, and the chat seems very mixed which is appropriate because it's a little bit of both. Oh, it's a faction. So, yes, Uze says, if I'm pronouncing that wrong, I'm sorry. It's U-Z-A-Y, uh, says, I don't know if this is a fact or a fiction, but it seems to be somewhere in between, as most stories like this come from a core event that happened and then changed as it was told. Oh. They also included, side note, there is no translation for the specific type of tavern we have in Turkey where people, usually men, Drink tea slash oh, yeah. coffee, play card games, and gossip. So the fact that he's drinking tea in a tavern is actually normal. Yeah, that's what I, that's interesting. I think there is, like, it's not, 
because like a marketplace is like is different, but there is like certain certain like gathering places where and it was like only men, which is really interesting. I like I unless it's medieval, I barely know anything about that part of the world. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, mm, I but I think I think it's fascinating and wonderful. Um, but yeah, that's great. I love I love like supernatural stories from families that are passed down because there's no way that we would know about them unless we are told them by someone's oral tradition. So exactly. Yeah, that's more fun. I feel like you get things do get a bit lost in retelling them, but they're they're just also so spooky because you don't know. You don't know for for sure. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And it's I mean, that's how a lot of those stories like happen to someone happen to write them down. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. Interesting. Good, good, good. Yes, thank you. It was wonderful. Good story. Good story. You ready for one uh, more? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right, I'm going to bring up story. I have one here from Connor. Here, Connor. Story time. Connor. <laughs> Sorry, that was <laughs> It was phone. a doll. It was a haunted doll. Probably a ghost that's in this room. It started raining really hard and thundering after I found that ghost, and I'm really not comfortable with things right now. <laughs> okay. Connor says... Thanks, Connor. Um, I wake up early. I always have. Probably always will. One morning when I was still in school, I think it was either late junior high or early high school, I woke up early like I always did. I was sitting in my living room watching the news. My dad directed the morning show and nothing else was on at 6 in the morning. Trying to stay quiet while my mom and sister continued sleeping. Around 6.30, I began to hear something outside. My house was situated next to a field. I think it was wheat or corn, but not sure. And a fenced off house. What I heard was what sounded like some something coming out of the field and walking up to my house. I heard a strange guttural howl and this creature scratch at the door. I was terrified at this time and found myself not being able to move even though I wanted to see what this thing was. The creature howled again as a large truck drove by the house. As the truck drove by, I heard the creature run from my front step back into the field. After that, I finally got the strength to check outside. I opened the door and saw no signs of what was out there. To this day, I still think about that event and wish I had tried to get a look at what was out there. I wonder if this creature is still out there, stalking the many fields of Lower Delaware. No! No, they didn't even see it? No. They just heard it? Ran away. No. I don't like that. Maybe it was invisible. I don't like it. <laughs> I like how we try to do the fact or fiction song and it's just turned into. <laughs> yeah, it's just bad. <laughs> it's... Um, oh my gosh. I don't know. That sounds pretty legit to me. I hate. And like the regret of not checking it to see it. Like. I would not regret that. I'm not looking. I want to look. Mm-hmm. I want to see it. No! <laughs> I want to look. If I can't see it, it can't hurt me. That's how oh, these see, I think if I, if, I don't, if I see it, then I can defend myself. <laughs> or you see it and you're just like, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, well. Well, guess I'll die. Well, I see lots of facts in chat. Well, this one is 100% true. Wow, see? No. I knew it. I knew it. Thanks, Connor. Thanks, Connor. That was a good one. That was so spooky. Because I, I felt like I felt like that, like the the genuine regret of not seeing something like that. Right. Yeah, that's real. Pretty honest. That's that's pretty real. That's real. Some real real regret. Yeah. 
Yeah, I kept I kept thinking about the other day how I told you I saw those weird lights and we saw that we read that other story and I was I like, I thought about that a lot too. No, that was scary. That is scary. They're like, whatever that is, it's here. I uh, looked up more with some some friends like on another night. I was like co working with some coworkers and um, I was like, hey, tell me about like where your home address is because one of them came from New Jersey and I looked it up and there was like a really detailed abduction story where someone was just like i like what was it it was like something was in their eye no like they they said that they they were sleeping and then there was just this bright light in their eye and it like made it so you know when you you get that like floaty yeah yeah when you like look in the sun and it was just in his one eye and when he woke up he tried to look around and it was just like he couldn't see and then eventually his sight came back but he feels like something's inside his eyeball no i hate that so i i was like i don't know if i can be on this website that's so scary just not going to sleep ever no that's awful (sighs) i'm glad that you put your put your coworkers through that I did. I was like, come on, guys. We're going on a romp. We're going to see oh what aliens God. are around your house. It's going to be great. It's amazing. Oh, well, should we do one more story or, or should we save them? How many? How are we doing on stories? Because I know we have. Oh, we have a lot, but please keep sending them. Yes, please keep sending I, stories. I love these. The stories are great. Do you want to wrap us up with this short sure. one? This one comes from Chrome. Chrome. This is from Chrome. I've always been one of those people that experiences sleep paralysis a lot ever since I was a kid. I usually never saw any entities or beings, but rather just felt paralyzed by a feeling of visceral terror. This disturbed my sleep so frequently that by age 12 or 13, I developed the ability to sense paralysis oncoming. The warning came in the form of a sort of vibrational shock that I could feel in the back of my head slash spinal cord. Whenever this happened, I would just jolt myself awake and reposition myself, sometimes over and over again before finally sleeping peacefully. Using this, I was able to avoid sleep paralysis for over a decade. Later on in my 20s, I was doing research and came across the phenomenon as astral projection. Tutorials would talk about needing to reach the vibrational state, and as it turns out, these shocks that I was getting almost every night were the same vibrations that they were talking about. So later that night, I went ahead and let them happen so that I could... Uh, to induce an out-of-body experience and sure enough it worked this time instead of feeling paralyzed in my bed i was outside of my body but still just as panicked and terrified as ever it felt like there was a tangible shadow over me holding me in place i don't know exactly how i did it but i was able to call upon my inner light and cleanse the shadow and doing so got rid of the feeling of terror permanently from then onward, I never experienced the panic again, and at any time I, I would get these vibrations, they would allow me to have out-of-body experience without any paralysis, although it would je- gradually happen less and less frequently, so it's no longer an every-night kind of thing. Weirdly, I stopped being afraid of death. I researched this later, and it <laughs> turns out this is actually really common for people after having out-of-body experiences. Ah! 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 <laughs> it's like Doctor Strange. <laughs> Ooh, that's cool though I, before you even finished all the facts came in in the chat <laughs> people believe this yeah I mean it definitely sounds like I mean whatever they're experiencing definitely sounds like like they're experiencing it for real real and not being afraid of death that's weird it's like the people that who take weird. like ayahuasca or something right 
Like, oh yeah. yeah, weird brain stuff. I I give it a fact for weird brain stuff. Ooh, I feel like I, this is you have you have resounding agreement in the chat, and I'm here to inform you that everyone got oh, it. Oh wow, this one's we true. did it! Yay! That's a that's a, a wild experience. I wish that I could Thanks, do Courtney. that, like uh, like lucid dreaming stuff, or anything like that. Like that's I know, but I'm kind of scared. Like that's like. Like when you want something know. that's paranormal to happen and then it happens, but also there's a demon. There's a, like, also, there might be a demon. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. It would be fun. I, I just like, I feel like I'm way too anxious. Yeah. I'm way too anxious. Me too. Uh, Tiny Paper Axolotl said that they've had that tingling sensation in the back of their neck. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the, that's something. I don't know. There is like barely any research, I feel like, on these sorts of things because it's it's too much in the woo woo realm for for research but i don't know i i find it really interesting so yeah Whoa. well that was a lovely episode i'm sorry that we started wow. out with conspiracy theories from uh from our friends on twitter but uh we went down a spooky uh haunted doll run and had some great stories so please send your stories to spooky saturday stories at gmail.com uh, we'd love to read your stories live here in person. And if you make one up and, or if you have a real experience, tell us, but if you make one up, also tell us cause it's fun to get got. Yeah. It's real fun to get yeah, got. It's fun to get got. But yeah. Do you have any other announcements, Kayla? Uh, check out Kayla's Patreon. She has an art Patreon. Go check it out. I haven't, I haven't posted anything because I've been depressed, <laughs> but I am getting back on the work the workload life. Uh, so I plan to post something this week. Uh, I like to try and post videos and things and offer discounts on commissions and offer commissions that I don't publicly anymore on there. So it's patreon.com slash Kayla Klein. There's some, a backlog of content, but I promise I'm going to be doing something new soon. I had a major loss in my life and I'm okay. getting we're back all, to it. We're all rooting for you. Thanks. What about your Patreon? Oh yeah, it's whatever. I make art things and it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but Kayla's and mine is uh they're both listed on the bottom along with our spooky Saturday coffee. I think I also listed that. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure. If you want to help us pay for editing costs and all that, uh we appreciate you. Or um this is what uh the Knowledge Fight podcast always says this and I think it's just a, a good thing to say. It's like or if you want to donate your money uh instead and go give your money to a charity cuz that's also nice. <laughs> That's also nice too. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. So take care, take care of others. Take care of yourselves. Spooky scouts don't get uh, abducted by aliens, or have them poke your eye. Or and please do not read. Please, please, please do not believe everything you read on the internet. <laughs> and don't download that app because now I'm very yeah. Scared. Go download the ghost app, but like you know, don't pay for it. <laughs> don't pay for the ghost app. There's a free yeah, version. Don't. We found the free version. Just watch the ads. It's fine. All right. We will see you all next week. I hope you have a lovely week. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us for Spooky Saturday. I'm Kayla Klein, and you can find me at KaylaKlein.com or on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Holly Conrad, and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly, and you can find us both at WeGrowingHens.com. 
We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about Spooky Saturday and becoming a Spooky Scout, you can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookySaturday.com. If you want to toss a coin our way, you can offer the podcast some sustainable support by subscribing to Patreon.com slash Spooky Saturday. Spooky Saturday airs live Saturday on Twitch.tv slash WeCrowingHens at 3 p.m. Pacific. <laughs>